I've heard it said before, it's a tradition unlike any other. Brings it home. Bouncing ball, Moustakis, fair ball. Sets, throws, Royals win it. Here's Michael at the foul line, a shot on Elo. Good! The Bulls win! Now for another episode of Chalk It Up, baby! All right, welcome into the second episode of the Chalk It Up podcast. I'm Sean Chalk. And I'm Chris Chalk. And we got the boys, Pat, uh, Logan, and Mike with us hey. again today. Guys, how you doing? Pretty good. Another another hot July evening in Kansas, but um, I know we have a lot we want to get to tonight, but I I want to jump into what's probably going to be my favorite part of the episode, and that's this clip from last week. This is where, if you're in this podcast, you realize that I'm in the basement with a bunch of idiots. Sweden is going to win South. I cannot wait. And uh, Chris, you want to go ahead and tell everyone after those picks and that bold statement where you're sitting at in the standings currently? Uh, no, I don't. You, you don't. <laughs> well, luckily, I have it right here. We should also play the clip where I said Croatia is the best team left. And well, we'll find out. I mean, uh, we'll find out about that. But uh, currently, I kept my teeter totter open. You did say that. You, uh, you are in last place with a 400. Win percentage for, for I guess four hundred winning percentage right forty percent thank you that probably makes 40%. a little more sense uh, losing it's not Uruguay how you start it's how you finish Brazil Sweden but you won the last two I'll give you that because I've fallen off um, run down with the pig still I think whether we have me and Pat and Mike all at sixty percent and Logan yeah. is at sixty percent as well and uh, Jeremy is the big winner of the first picks at at eighty percent which is was really solid. So, um, Chris, what happened? Um, like I said, it's not how you start, it's how you finish. <laughs> we got the Croatias. They're going to um, break Thomas's heart tomorrow <laughs> or today, whenever you're listening to this. And uh, it's all that matters. You pick the winners. You don't have to pick the group picks. Okay, so we'll get, we'll get to the winners. winners. Yeah, <laughs> we'll get to the, the picks here in a little bit. But just to run down the action real quick. Would you agree maybe the best World Cup weekend of, of our lifetime so far? Yeah. What, what I mean, be? since I've watched soccer, it's definitely the uh, the most exciting. We had another penalty shootout mm-hmm. with the Russians. Couldn't quite rig it for themselves too much. Uh, <laughs> Putin was gone. We okay. had what England is the only was the only real big winner. Two to nothing, right? Yeah. Belgium, Belgium and Brazil was close. Came down in the last five minutes. Yeah, it was a good game. A bunch of good saves by Thibaut Corta. And, uh, and yeah, so today... Well, even France today, right? Today we had France do- pretty much dominate after the last 20 minutes. They uh, pretty much held Hazard and De Bruyne, and they won one to nothing. Could have won by more. But and, uh, all that matters is they're advancing. And I'm stepping on you there, but it, and more to my point of flopping and time-wasting... Well, Towards the end there, but we can let bygones be bygones. Yellow cards are worth it if you're making it to the promised I guess so, yeah, I guess so. (laughs) That was pretty ridiculous. You just act like you get pushed over and bring the ball with you conveniently. I mean, it was was pretty good. So Agba plays in England, and that's what happens when you you play in England. Well, I I thought it was easily the best World Cup weekend of our our lives so far. And I know it's short, but... uh, but yeah, the games were exciting. The Russia-Croatia game was really exciting. France-Belgium game was exciting down to the very end today, and uh, yeah, I mean, going into the final could be really good, depending on who wins this next game tomorrow, but... You either have football's coming home, yep. or you have the French with the 
Playmakers, the 19-year-old. Do you remember what you were doing when you were 19? Uh, probably not anything good. Awesome. <laughs> uh, Kylan Mbappe is uh, is beating a bunch of 30-year-old guys. Has France won a World Cup? Uh, when Thierry Henry was there in 98 is the only World Cup they've ever won. 98? Jeez. Fun fact, Thierry so Henry was on the Belgian coaching staff. So they've each, if England wins tomorrow, they've each won one. Made a little preview on my yes. picks there, but yes, they've each won yes. one so far. Okay. I'm not sure Croatia has ever won, won it, though, but that's a good story with their with their captain. Yeah. So we'll retired go, and came back. Yeah, we'll go into the picks with that. Uh, do you want to start, Pat? You have Croatia or England? England. Yep. And it's only because Justin Timberlake has invited the entire English fan base that bought tickets to his show into the O2 to watch the game on his big screen. How have you won 60% of your games? I mean, I am just uh, a visionary. Logan, who's your pick? <laughs> uh, well, I speak English. <laughs> oh, that's directly not- correlated. However, uh, I'm going to go Croatia. Croatia. Or right. as they say in the state there or whatever. Croatia. There you go. Interesting. What does that mean? Uh, I'm going it's Mr. A... Kane and Mr. Maguire. Staying with Which the English. England. You're picking England, correct, Sean? Uh, yes, I'm going to go with England. I, I, I think it's coming home. I'm going to go with Croatia there. <laughs> so uh, then is to... that a legitimate pick or is that a strategy pick? Legitimate. I oh, said the last uh, podcast, uh, they're the best true. team left. That's true. <laughs> that's so then go to the final. Pat, you have England and France. Who do you have winning it all on Sunday? Oh. I'm taking France. England's luck ends there because there's no Justin Timberlake concert. Yeah. <laughs> Logan, you have France and Croatia then. Yeah. Um, or Front Row. Stick with uh, Croatia, I guess. Confident pick. Wow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Mike has you know. England and Cro- and France. Mm-hmm. So who do you have one Waterloo? Um, I think France is gonna is gonna bring it back. Got France winning like, it all. Sean, fan. Sean has England <laughs> and, and France. I'm going to uh, stick with England. It's coming home. Oh, it's coming home. Is. I mean, he's Here's what I wrote up. Oh, I think uh, Belgium. And I have Croatia and France. Yep. So and I will stick with my Croatia as the best team in the wow. tournament. And they are going to win it all. You keep riding that losing streak home, bro. I will. <laughs> Just keep throwing it down the drain. That's, how you finish, That's better baby. for us. So, did you want to say something, Mike? Were you saying something? No? No. Nah, uh, you're out. So, I don't know if we want to throw it in there. So <laughs> no, Jer- you're out. Jeremy picked England. Justin picked England. Yeah, Jeremy's on fire. So. Lost the first game, won everyone since. So. Jeremy, Jeremy picked England for, for the next one, so we'll find out what his picks were for the next one. But, um, yeah, hopefully this keeps up. I know I was listening, I think, to Clay Travis on the way in one morning because I get up at the butt crack of dawn and said that Fox is getting unbelievable ratings on the World Cup. So people are watching, but that's also because there's nothing going on right now. Football's <laughs> how many weeks away? We're close. We are close. We are close. So by Real default, football, not not uh, world football. That's so football Norte Americanos. I, th- I think so. Football. I mean, because what else are you going to watch? Baseball? It's broadcast in every single country. I'm in the Arctic Circle. In, 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 in the Arctic, Arctic Circle. And it's happening while most Arctic people circle. are Who lives everybody. in the Arctic Circle? Uh, what else are you going to do, too? Polar bears. <laughs> everybody needs that break during work. Stream TVs <laughs> for polar uh, bears. I like that. Santa Claus. Oh, that's true, Kyle. And Miss Claus. Put some respect. <laughs> I'm sorry for name. overlooking you. I so Now we're going to throw it to the newsroom for a quick look at this week's headlines. Thanks, Chris. In soccer news, Cristiano Ronaldo signs a $123 million deal with Juventus. 
In world news, Vladimir Putin promises cooperation in the Russian doping investigation. In more colloquial world news, the British pubs are appearing to hit a beer shortage thanks to World Cup participation. And finally, in local news, Royals break the streak of the most games in a row with five runs or fewer. By tonight, scoring six runs in Minnesota. Back to you guys. So now to transfer from the Royals to baseball, we had the All-Star Game rosters announced over the weekend. Yep. That happens on the 15th through the 17th. So next Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. When's the home run derby? That would be the first day. And 15th. we don't have That's confirmed. Not I care about. We don't have confirmed participants yet, though. So. Except for Bryce Harper, because he said he was going to do it as long as he made the team, and he did make the team. So we know that Giancarlo and uh, Judge are out, but Bryce. Giancarlo is on the final vote, For the home run derby, no, no he said he's not going to he's not going to participate yeah. in the home run derby this year. So for the All Star game, my big thing for you guys would be so the rule is is every Major League Baseball team gets a participant regardless. Dumb. If you're the Royals, stupid. Or the Orioles. So how do you guys feel about that? Should every team get a representative? So should they add more players and nobody gets snubbed? Or like right now, you have like Blake Snell leading the league in ERA, or Gene Segura batting 330, or Castellanos who's batting 306 with 15 home runs. Should those guys continue to get snubbed, or should every team get a representative? So my thought is, does it come down to having the best players in Major League Baseball play together, or does it come down to bringing all the fans together to watch? Well, now it's bringing all the fans together to watch. Before, when it meant something. It's all about what their goal is. What's their goal? You know, like, do they truly want to Are people going to watch because Salvador Perez is in? Well, go back to like the go back to like the nineties or some of the like Yankee dynasties where you would have had nine players from the Yankees in before like six other teams snub yeah. all their players. Like, do you want to watch the Yankees play? If against, they're the best, I'd say in my no. opinion, I say no. I think that's the beauty of I think, having representation. I think that's why the NBA gets it, gets it so good. It gets gets huge ratings over the weekends. They have the best of us. Now they have a problem with the the dunk contest not getting the best players into that one. But when you can watch a lineup of LeBron, Giannis, Joel Embiid, I mean, just stacking the deck, then then I think it's more fun. Yeah, you know, it's true. Yeah, that's so very true. Pat makes an interesting point because at first, before you said that, I was going to say I don't know if I would be for the All Star Game if they had one representative from each team, because then yeah, you're not necessarily watching the best of the best players you're watching some mediocre baseball because they have to have a representative for each team. But at the same time, when you just said back when the Yankees were, had all the all-stars in the entire league, like, no, I would not have watched it because, like you said, I don't want to watch the Yankees play the other all-stars. Here's the thing that's, like, I think baseball has the issue is that, like, you want the best players, but, like, take like the second baseman for the Braves should have started, but the second baseman for the Cubs is Javi Baez. And he's the flashy guy who slides into people and is like bumping his chest and like breaking all the unwritten rules. And that's where I think you have like the nobody's watching us. So we have to put the most exciting guys in, even if they're not necessarily the best players in baseball. Can you run down the NL roster? Do you have it with you? I don't have the whole thing. You don't have it with you? So it's got, like, Freddie Freeman and Contreras. And, I mean, 
Bryce Harper, who's batting like what 190 right now, it's like 280. That was another I'm, I'm thing I was going to bring up though was that Bryce, Bryce Harper doesn't guy that deserve doesn't to be in there, there, but he's going to be in there on name recognition alone. And he's flashy. So and the NL team is just trash. The AL team should pitchers. roll through him. Yeah. Yes, I agree. But um, yeah, so Contreras, Freeman, Baez, Crawford, Arenado, Marquez, Kemp, who's 90 years old, Bryce Harper's not even batting above 250. So I mean. It's just, they're going to get rolled anyway, so why does it make you want to watch? But that's what you have. Bryce Hopper, who's flashy, he's the, you have the make baseball fun again hat, does the hair flip. You have Baez, mm-hmm. who bumps his chest and tries to fight people. You have Arenado, yeah. who does the flashy bare hand play. So it's like, even if maybe those guys aren't the best, like they're somehow getting in there somehow. Like how the Royals somehow had almost the entire they starting just- nine, but... I think they have an issue between putting the best people in and putting the most flashy people in to get people to tune in. Because maybe if you have, like, the best guys, they're going to be the guys who are straight edge and don't well, it means do anything while they're though, on the field. And right? When someone retires, don't you say, like, 12-time All-Star? Mm-hmm. So it should mean something to get in there. You shouldn't be deep. Salvador Pression go in the Hall of Fame be a six-time All-Star. Well, this year he was in by default because the Royals sucked and they didn't have anyone else, although Merrifield should have got it over than Salvi, in my opinion. But, like, it's just, it, why let everyone in? Let the best of the best in and play. It's already a problem because the game's boring anyway through three hours. So you might as well let the best players play to try to drive it up to their ear, up to the year. I'm sorry, at that point in the year, those players deserve to get in. They, they've earned their way in the All-Star game, so just let the best get in based on, I mean, I don't know if you do fan vote or player vote or, or weigh it differently that way, but it should be earned, not given. It's it's still a big deal. It's part of your Hall of Fame resume to, to, uh, to be an All-Star. Earn it. Yeah, so my question is, like, for the Royals and the Royals fans out there, Two things. One, what do you want to see? Because my my bet the home is they want to see, well, they want to see a <laughs> Royals player there. You know, like I think the vast majority of Royals fans want to see a Royals player there. Yeah. Just to see that cap on. Yeah, that. I mean, if you go back to when they were really bad in like 05 and I was growing up, I was like, I'm not gonna watch this. And then it was like, there's Joaquin Soria, and maybe I'll turn in for when he's pitching. Yeah. Yeah. So you yeah you do have that like Logan said like. He'll watch along, and then maybe when Salvi gets in the game or comes up the bat, you'll turn it on real quick and then turn it off. Yeah. But you watched it for oh, Salvi, oh, yeah. So I think you apply that to most teams across the country, and you get that same sentiment. The next question is, the game is broken to some degree, so how do you fix it? I don't know if it's broken, but it's just part of a 163-game season. So what, what gets you to drive to watch it? If it's just another 163-game season, the postseason is all that matters. I mean, it's like the NBA. If you're a casual NBA fan, you don't have to watch the whole entire regular season. You can watch the playoffs and and see the most exciting part of it. Same thing with the NHL. If you're a casual NHL fan, you don't have to watch the regular season, but playoff hockey is one of the best things about sports. It's, that's when it gets intense. So, um, yeah, I mean... It, well, I think that's the only way broken, to like, fix but, it would be to... like the only Because it's still a baseball game, so you can't really make it. Like hockey, you get rid of guys and get through on three like you do in overtime, but... I think the only, and we can like vote on it, just see what you guys think. I think the only way to fix it is either you let every team continue to have one guy there, even if their team's 30 games under 500, or just the best guys get in, and then maybe you have five Yankees and no Royals. 
So I guess, like, do you think, what do you think, Logan? Do you think they should just take the best or should they everyone get one? I mean, I, I can see from both sides, like, I can see the MLB wanting to get someone from every team on because, well, if you get more viewership, you're going to get, I'm not going to turn on the TV and watch the All-Star yeah. game. I'm not going to no watch chance. the Royals player play. But what do you yeah. think they should? Somebody what like. do you think they should? I think, Sean made a great point. I think if it's going to go on somebody's, you know, they're going to look back and say, so-and-so, six and six All-Stars, oh, that's it, dude. Six MLB <laughs> All-Stars, choices, and, I mean. Just make it mean you, something. You, you got to earn it. Yeah. Mike, do you think they should just take one from each team or just the best of the best, regardless of what team they play on? Well, it's tough because we can talk opinions and what we want all day long, but when it comes down to it, it's all about money. It's a business, yeah. right? So it's viewership. So what's going to bring you the most viewership? Yeah. They need to keep doing things like... They need to keep doing yeah. things like uniform change-ups or interviewing people during the middle of pitching. Have you yeah. seen that where they yeah, have the outfielder being interviewed while the play is going on and you get those reactions instantly to a ball being hit to them or whatnot. They need to keep doing stuff like that to drive that. I think, yeah. And I think to celebrity game. Yeah. Yeah. Or the Homer Derby, stuff, right? I mean, yeah. if, a, if a Royals in the Homer Derby is an instant I think watch. to recap, we're pretty much all on the same point. We're like, yeah. we're spoiled, but if you take a team like the Padres, those people in San Diego are yeah. only tuning in if they see Brad Hands. Yeah. They deserve it more than we as fans yeah. do. Yeah, yeah. I agree. absolutely. Yeah. All right, oh. so now we're going to transition into something more fun and... Uh, Something that this is I think speed. that the golf community should embrace to make it more appealing to millennials. Yeah, absolutely. So this this Tiger Phil match for $10 million is something I've had an opinion on for a while. And most people see it as just kind of another event. But I think it would be something cool for golf, especially if they're mic'd up. And they can we can hear Tiger and Phil's interactions while the match is going on. So this is something I think golf needs more of because otherwise, I mean, Tiger drives viewership. I, I don't know if you guys have seen the pictures of the gallery following Tiger and he's in fifth place and there's 200,000 people behind him trying to get from one hole to the other. Tiger still drives viewership in golf. He is still one of those athletes that's transcendent. So I heard this the other day about how no one, someone, no one is going to care because Phil's the 20th ranked golfer in the world and Tiger's the 67th. People will care. Now, if you make it pay-per-view, like they've been talking a little bit where you have to order it, no chance people are going to watch it. But if you just make it an ESPN thing, I think people will watch it. Now, Sean, just for people that don't know what's going on, can you kind of explain what you're talking about? Yeah, so Tiger and Phil have been kind of going back and forth with, there was a, I can't remember what tournament it was, but they had kind of a back and forth about how Phil wanted to play Tiger in a match, and Tiger said, we'll play for whatever he feels comfortable for whatever amount of money he feels comfortable for. And then it kind of spun into something from there between the two. Now, before they were big time rivals and butted heads and didn't really talk to each other. I think now it's grown into a friendship towards their, their end years here in golf. So they realize what they bring to the table. And I, I, like I said, I think it could be a good thing for junior golf and, and good just golf in general, that they're going to play a match together for $10 million, winner take all. Just and the two of them. Just the two of them. Straight up. I like. We don't know match the details player, of match player or not. I think it should be. But mic'd up, I think, will be cool because they can do things like Phil's in a bunker and has to carry water to get on the green, and he'll turn to Tiger and say, hey, 50 grand, I can put this within 10 feet of the hole. And, tie, you know, the trash talk begins. There's different things they can do to make this really interesting. I think a lot of people will watch. And it'd be good for golf to get eyes on it. 
especially as we talk about during the dead weeks here. If they can get this done quickly and maybe do it at like an Augusta National or a Torrey Pines or a Pebble Beach, then that's a good event for people to watch during the dead dead couple of weeks here. Yeah, and that's definitely where like I like I'm different from Would you, you guys. Watch? Yeah. So that's what like you guys all played golf when you were younger and still do now. And I'm like the guy, even in my friends, I don't play golf and don't enjoy it and do you watch it at all? I do watch some of it. I watch the majors, and so I know, like... Will you watch if Tiger's not playing in the majors? Well, no. But I watch, like, I know guys like Jordan Spieth and, like, Ricky Fowler. All the guys from Texas. Yeah. No, but I'm saying, like, so this is where I think it would be good for golf is that, like, some people, like, if you turn it on Thursday, a guy like... Who's the guy on Saturday? Abraham... Yes. Barring that shot yeah. minus eight, and uh-huh. nobody knew who he was except yeah. for golf fans. Like, I don't know how to pronounce it. So I don't want to watch him, but if I turn it on, I don't know they'll take they'll have to not play tournaments then, so maybe just on non-major weeks, but if they take a guy like Jordan Spieth versus a no-name for five million and they play, I, I'll turn in because it's cutthroat and it's all the... It's not like, oh, I can make that up three holes from now where if Jordan Spieth shoots it in the water and he shoots plus eight and the other guy's minus eight, minus two then they have to spend the whole time yeah catching up instead of like oh i have four more days to catch up it's i have six more holes to catch up or else well i I'm think i'm gonna it's, lose five million dollars it's definitely something that we talked about that mlb does something with that they don't market their stars well it's something the pga tour can do to market their stars now maybe they don't like the gambling aspect of it but the head-to-head matches where they can just talk about those two golfers for a three-hour period on yeah. on something that's where there's a sporting event not happening on like a Wednesday or Thursday, is a way to market your stars. And everyone knows Tiger and Phil, but like you said, going down the top 20, the non, non-golfer non can't name 15 of the top 20. No. Right? Remember, there's no way. Tiger Woods, PGA Tour. Oh, yeah. Sports when there was battle golf. Oh, yeah. Stuff like, like that is fun, yeah. The game of golf needs more games. Yeah. It needs Agreed. more more like offshoots, more match play, more Ryder Cup formats, mm-hmm. more one-on-ones. Like, this is the best thing that could happen to golf this year. Because they even tried to do that with the Zurich, where they turned it into a two-person yep. team battle and, and did it that way. And the, and the best thing about this is that Tiger and Phil aren't going to put up $10 Because, you know, yeah. friends are going to stake them. Uh, oh, companies, Nike's going to stake them. Yeah. 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 Callaway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. they all want. And, like, we talked about courses like Augusta. They won't do it. I, they, they, won't. they don't have the name for it. Yeah. The, well, they, have the name. they don't have the, like, the need, need for the yes. name. But this is a perfect opportunity like, for, like, OP to be like, I'll pay. Not obviously. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we know what you're buying. Okay, it's yeah, an example. It's an example. Yeah, yeah. yeah. like Lionsgate what here or whatever. That's like I'll pay you guys three million to do it here. Courses. Like, yeah, yeah. It'll sure. Be one of the courses. Blue Jack Nationals or yeah, yeah or one that you like. Built. Jack course. But it's a chance for the PGA to do the courses that people don't go to and be like, hey, I'll pay you money to come here and do it, and then everyone's like, wow, let's all go to the course that's in Fort Worth mm-hmm. for a weekend. That and nobody would ever. Golf watchers, you know, like a. The March Madness National Championship to you get your TBS broadcast, the Michigan team, TNT, the Nova team. That's a perfect. You idea. get the second yeah. broadcast yeah. of like bad lip syncing where it's Tiger nor Phil are talking and it's Kevin Hart and The Rock trying to figure out what they're saying. <laughs> that would be a good idea. But you but could do yeah, you could do a channel where it's like Tiger and Phil talking, a tiger like a channel where it's Fogarty 
telling you about like why the Fogarty, scorers... like the singer, or <laughs> like why this... Fairity. Yeah, oh, okay, that makes more sense. Fairity, Fairity I mean... talking about why why hole eighteen was <laughs> built and like where they built it. And why there's eighteen bunkers like he always does for like like yeah. the golf fans, and then you can have a channel where it's like celebrity guys talking about yeah. or like old golf guys that are like this is what they're about to do, and like I think I... this is the best thing of any sport could happen especially in the millennial age where it's like I don't want to watch 300 golfers on Thursday and Friday yeah. I want to watch two guys that are the best of well, their sport cut and people it. always complain that the diehard golfer fan golfing fans will complain about Tiger always getting the TV broadcast when he's in 100th place he drives the needle people tune in their ratings are better when he's on there but the reason why I wanted to talk about this and to transition into is because it brought up an interesting situation in my head where I started to think about the greatest of all times in their sport. And obviously I think Tiger is the greatest of all time in his sport in golf. And that's obviously up for debate, which could lead to a good conversation here. And what I wanted to do was do a, a uh, Mount Rushmore of who you think of who you think the top four greatest of all times in their sport are going to be, if that makes sense. So you're going to take, the greatest in football, who you think is football, basketball, baseball, list them all out, and then your top four of, of each sport. Now, you put an interesting twist twist on it, Chris, and said do it draft style, where if someone takes that person, they can then then not use that person on their Mount Rushmore. And I think we all like that idea better. And we can flip a coin or do whatever, who wants to go first. But what we're going to do is do four apiece, Post this on Twitter and then have the people who follow us vote on who had the better Mount Rushmore after the draft was done. I say we do MLB. I don't think it matters. NBA. It doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. Choose whatever you want. You can't limit it because at, when you have, what, 4, 8, 12, 16, 20, you can't limit it. We're going to have 20 sports. Now, your argument's going to be Jack's better than Tiger in golf. So I'm taking Jack in my Mount Rushmore because I think Jack's the greatest of all time where I'm going to take Tiger because I think Tiger's the greatest of all time. That's where it's going to have the deviation. So, but here's the, I think where, where he was getting at is you have, like, say I choose a tennis yep. player and uh-huh. you choose a boxer. Yep. And, like, is that okay? Yeah, not absolutely. Sport, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. You're, absolutely. Your you, you're trying to take your Love top it. four, period, based on what's left. Love it. So you, you're obviously going to pick your, who you think is the greatest first round and then kind of do your, your way down through the, the last three. So... Do we want to uh, start left to right? Which way? Doesn't matter. Do you want to start? Okay, we can start. What? I mean, Chris, I'll give you honors, you youngest. So, looks over. Ooh, I don't age, know. First yeah. Age. <laughs> age over beauty. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> but we're letting him go first. First pick. Wow. This wow. is a big responsibility. You have, There's a lot of goats, and I need to pick the, the goat of the goats. The, the goat, goat of the goats. goats. This is literally the goat of the goats. In the terms of a young millennial man. I'm going to pick <laughs> LeBron James as wow. the GOAT of wow. the GOATs. Season 15, held the pressure, has rings, beat super teams, the GOAT of the GOATs. That's a that's an interesting first pick. I can see why you did that, because by the time he gets back to you, he's going to be gone, obviously. So you you think he's, he's the best out there. I think there's a lot of ways you can go. I'm going to take probably the the most obvious then, since you went on a limb a little bit, and go with Tom Brady. And that wow. pains me to say, as a Steelers fan, that I have to take t- 
Thomas Brady took a s- from Michigan. System quarterback at oh number goodness, two. Oh my goodness, it hurts. But eight <laughs> Super Bowl appearances, five wins. I mean, there is. I don't. I think there's little debate that he is the greatest quarterback of all time. Probably the greatest football player of all time. I, I think I'm pretty confident with going with Tom Brady. Wow. I'll take a little bit different direction in that this is more uh, international, very decorated swimmer man. Michael Phelps. Ooh, that's, that's a good one. International, on you know, he's competing against the world, not oh. just not just football players in America. I think you could have got him second round. Yeah, maybe, but that was, that was a reach. I think I like yeah, it. Yeah, hey, although he was on mine. That's a good gotta, pick, though. Gotta, I've got to I've got to put, put your picks down so people think mine are better. <laughs> Pat, Mike, or Pat. All right, mine. I'm going with the, you know our previous previous conversation here in the world of golf. And to me, despite the majors comp- uh, conversation, I'm picking Tiger Woods. Because the argument to me between Jack and Tiger is an antiquated argument. Tiger is succeeding and winning, or was succeeding and winning, in a much different game of golf than Jack ever did. More dominant. Yeah, absolutely. And dominant in a way that we never saw, with different equipment, different tough courses, different competition. Jack was winning when like people were shooting 80 yeah. and still making paychecks. So because I know a lot about this subject, being a golf professional, just to chime in on, on the Tiger-Jack argument real fast because I have to get my two cents in, go on Golf Channel's 40 stats for Tiger's 40th birthday, and if you if you have a moment and just look through the silly stats that Tiger owns, but basically Tiger owns every record in golf but majors and wins. Yeah. He's two away from owning every single record in golf. Yeah. He is the greatest golfer yeah, I mean, of all time. I, uh, to me, it's hands on. Okay, Mike, first Mike you got Tiger two Woods. picks back to back here, so Ooh. we're but snaking. That's what I was going to ask. What snake? We got a snake. You just—I okay. I started. I can't get two. But there's only four picks. That's all right. Yeah, I'm confident. Uh, we're going to snake that. Okay, had to wait. He's got. But remember, this one will go down as your first. No, I like the Michael Phelps pick. Just remember, this will go down as your first round pick on the poll, though. So if you put your second round pick here, it'll. You got a five second mic though. All right. Yeah. First pick, I'm taking Lionel Messi. There you go. First soccer guy off the board. Second pick. Greatest of all time. That's such a stretch. Not true. Over Pele? Over Uh, I I still think he's better than him, but Ronaldo might be the argument, yeah. Undefeated Floyd Mayweather. That's a good one. That's a good one. one. I mean, that's that's a good argument. I like the Floyd pick. Yeah, that's a good pick. That's a solid one. No one would say Muhammad Ali. What? what is anyone saying Muhammad Ali? Someone might have something, but yeah, I think yeah, Floyd's better. Be. I think is Floyd's, that your pick? No, it's not. My I pick. think uh, Floyd's I'm just, better. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to spur conversation. I think Floyd's more dominant. I think, I think Muhammad Ali. Ali is the best, but Muhammad Ali is like a goat of all goats. Yeah, yeah but he yeah. fought yeah. old, fragile guys, and what? Floyd's fighting steroids. George Foreman. George Foreman. Yes. Oh my goodness. <laughs> so one guy out of how Say many? Say that's a sunny list in space. Floyd's fighting steroids. Yeah, so I'm taking a I'm taking a little side side twinge with this one, and again, this is probably snake draft strategy at its finest. But <laughs> I'm going with Serena Williams. That's a good one. Interesting. Pick, yeah, yeah pick, going to the. the she was on my list tennis. too. Ten Grand Slam titles in two decades. Uh, she won. I mean, like to me, this fact alone—the fact that she won an Australian Open while pregnant. If oh, it yeah. doesn't put you in goat status. I don't know. And she's still in the in Wimbledon. I mean, she, after pregnancy, right. I mean, she's just unbelievable. One of the yeah. finals today. Yeah. So yeah. Serena, Serena's my number two. Logan, right. back to you. Bring it back into the states. It's the old Babe Ruth. Babe Ruth is a good one. I like Babe. 
There might not be much better in baseball. What's crazy about, and he was on my original list before we decided the draft, look at a guy in Otani in 2018 with all the technology. Oh, my gosh. And he can't do it. But you think about Babe Ruth did it back in the 40s when... Yeah, and again in that dominant discussion. He did it, and he did it dominantly. Greatest hitter, greatest pitcher. Yeah. And guys can't do it now with the technology and everything we have. It's crazy. I am going to run away with this one and be happy he got back. What is that? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eighth pick. I'm taking Michael Jordan. That is just the ultimate of the... I mean, I cannot believe he's going eighth. MJ didn't need to go. (laughs) Michael Jordan is the greatest of all time at this point in basketball. LeBron might get to that point, and it's definitely an argument, but there can't be much more than Michael Jordan with the goat of goats. So that singer that... That yeah, a few years yep, ago. Yeah. Just saying, a lot. It's yep. hard, hard <laughs> to pick a guy that had to quit and then came back and was a gambler and might have gotten his dad killed. Or and could still take a straight edge. Whoa, could, take, could take a straight edge guy. Could take a straight edge guy right out of high school. I, mean, uh, I am just thrilled right well, now. Well, I'm going to, I thought Sean was definitely going to steal us the way he was talking and uh, Ronaldo's going to come off the board. The greatest soccer player of all time. First one to win. Agreed. Three Champions Leagues back-to-back. Been the leading scorer in every league. About to do it in Serie A. He's the greatest. Does he win a World Cup? He is not. That's the only but thing But Messi has not Did no. Pele win a World Cup? Yes. Pele did? Six. Ronaldo Six. just did win Euros, Six. though. Was it a lot? Ronaldo won Euros, so he I mean, that. the talent pool is definitely better now, but Ronaldo needs a World Cup, probably, to get no, up in there. The but I, yeah, I agree. He's, he's, he's dominant in what he does, and too. And my next pick... As a former catcher, and because I have to have a baseball guy in there, I'm going to go with the the hit machine himself and Pete Rose. Yeah, that's that's a good most one. hits, most games played. I don't know if he's the goat of baseball. No he might be the goat way. of hitting, but goat of baseball is, a, and that might be a Charlie stretch. Hustle, most hits, most games played. I mean, I think you're what hit more? Oh no, Cal Ruckin had consecutive. Yeah, you're going to get the least amount of votes again. Everyone likes a game. You're going to be that guy <laughs> on the show likes a where you think you're good and you just get last place. All right. You're. Uh, uh, I'm, again, I'm, I'm happy pick. I'm going to get this one. No, this is three. Great. Right. Yeah, so I got one more. I'm taking Muhammad Ali there with this go. one. Mm-hmm. And again, thrilled that I got to this point with him. But Muhammad Ali is boxing. You can't think of boxing now without Muhammad Ali. Uh, I, again, another another good one by me. We can tell that you were born in 1980. So yeah, that's right. So, uh, Logan. Logan's. Yeah. All right. Well, you know, we're talking about goats. Everyone we've named, <laughs> not actual goats. Everyone we've named, we, everyone we've named has become the best, and then just stayed the best consistently. There's only one man who's been the best, and year after year, he won ups himself. What do we got? Joey Chestnut. Joey Chestnut. Wow. Give him to me. Give him to me. I thought that was going to fall to my last pick. He was my last pick. Ten titles. He is dominant. Dominant. 74. himself up. How many hot dogs have you eaten in a setting at the most? What, two? Um, In my whole life, he probably probably ate more than me last week. I mean, it's just (laughs) absolutely ridiculous the stuff that they do. To the point where now we have to have... Electronic. So, yeah, that's counters. a dominant pick. That that's gonna go one. under the radar. That's if a good one. one. I mean, I think I should be disqualified. For that, <laughs> that's absolutely just disrespectful. 
to the go term, sport, to, this, to the term sport, to this entire podcast. <laughs> I'm just saying, Michael, you know. LeBron, Tiger came off the board, and then there's Joey Chestnut. Hot take coming up. Uh, <laughs> I like it. All right, Pat. So, uh, I mean, just absolutely terrible, terrible. All right, so I'm going to get it back into the real sports <laughs> takes here. With my third pick, I'm choosing Wayne Gretzky. That's, uh, that's I mean, arguably, that one. if yeah. not arguably, oh. the number one hockey player of all time. 200 points in one season, over 100 points in 16 professional seasons, 14 of them consecutive. The man is a stat machine. The man is one of the greatest of all time. I mean, to call him not a GOAT or to pick someone above him in hockey is a bold statement at best. Except for Sidney Crosby, you're right. Absolutely. And we're on to the next one. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was, was uh, all. That was pretty heartbreaking because that's who I was about to uh, next. So I appreciate that you that. This is Mike's last two? Uh, yeah, these are my last two. So with Wayne Gretzky off the board now, um, my next pick is going to have to A, represent my Jayhawks, Rock Chalk. Uh, one of the best basketball players of all time, hands down, is Will Chamberlain. It's a good one. Um, taking him on my team. Uh, yeah, I mean, so here's where I'm just going to chime in while you're picking the last one. I mean, at this point in the game, we're not actually choosing goats because of the draft. And I think that's appropriate, and it's a fun way to build out our lists here. Yeah. But, like, you could argue Will Chamberlain. You could argue Will over LeBron or MJ. Yeah, you could. Oh, man. He did something that those two will a never touch. A lot of people touch. do. But yeah, I just think that's, I think that's pretty bold. Uh, Joey Chestnut's thing. probably a little bit of a reach in that, in that statement. But, uh, hey. but some people put some people put Bill Russell as a GOAT. Some yeah. people put Kareem. The NBA has got, got a more rotating GOAT feel. Larry Bird. Kobe, Kobe yeah. hasn't even been picked yeah, yet. Yeah, that's so. true. Um, for my fourth and final pick, uh, maybe a little bit of a bold statement, but we have some baseball on the table. We have some football on the table, some golf, some hockey, we got everything. soccer, a little bit of everything. Someone that maybe has not been thought of yet that is by far one of the most dominant guys in his sport of all time is Usain Bolt. That's, That's a good one. My That's fourth my draft pick. Yeah. Um, That's very setting good. records by far when you think of track and field or the Olympics in general. That is the name that comes to mind other Absolutely. than Michael Phelps. Yeah, you're well, watching the Olympics so, last time. It was like he's Usain Bolt is trying. my fourth and final pick. I in agree. The draft. That's a good one. Pat's at a yeah. standstill. Yeah, I mean that that one kind of threw me for a loop because I was I was queuing up those draft picks. Now I feel like. The Bengals as they're scrambling here, <laughs> getting their picks. There's so many good ones. So many good ones left. So I teased on this earlier in the round, um, but I'm going back to soccer and choosing Pele. I feel like That's what one. he did in a game that has unchanged for the last 50 years mm-hmm. is unrivaled. Yep. So I mean, Pele is a good one. Yeah, arguably the best soccer player of all time. I think what I don't Messi, know if you're gonna. What Messi and Ronaldo are doing at this point in time is like comparable to one another, and they're dealing with like new age medicine and and uh, training techniques that are propelling yeah. them above. So I think what Pele did at the time is is uh, arguably good. better yeah. than ever. Got another reach for us? If you guys, yes, I do. If you guys yeah. didn't like my Joey Chestnut pick, <laughs> Sean, who was your second pick? Who was my second pick? Michael Jordan. Jordan. Oh, all right. We can't. I can't. I can't bring LeBron into this because we haven't seen it. There's only been one player who, at the height of his talent, has completely blown Michael Jordan out of the water. Mario Chalmers. 
Ooh, wow. <laughs> no. <laughs> First pick, I went international. Now I'm going different realms. The height of his powers, the green monstar. Just wrecked Michael Jordan. You heard it here folks. First down. Head the fridge. We need something. I'll take one of those while you're up, please. Oh my goodness. He just picked a Space Jam character. For those of you following along, that's Logan here for you. He is so far out of this thing. He is reaching for votes. Bill Murray was definitely way better in If I had known we were going with fictional characters, he's literally just grabbing. He might have taken last place from Chris. He just saved last place. There's going to be a bunch of trolls. Oh, man. We could bash on Logan all day long. Let's move on to Sean. I'm just saying, Sean's second pick got wrecked by my fourth tick. That's true. (laughs) Don't look at the scoreboard. No scoreboard. This is another one that I'm kind of surprised hasn't gone off the list, and and it's going to round out this dominant four of mine. But Roger Federer is going to be my last pick, and that's an unquestioned goat of his sport. And still, oh, I mean, he owns more majors, more appearances, more titles. More grand slam, more uh, career grand slams. That dude, I mean, Nadal is one of the greatest of all time. He's still like eight majors behind Roger at this point. Roger's still playing and still going to finals. And he has an unbelievable streak for wins in first round by itself. In it, in I, I can't even go any farther. I don't know what I'm trying to say. Roger's my last pick. Go all right, Chris. All right, so I've done the millennial thing and done all the guys that are greatest of right now so then i'm gonna throw it back for my last pick and go back to the nfl and my last pick is gonna be jim brown that's not cool that's a good one a lot jim of people brown. do regard him as the best nfl player he was dealing with a lot of hate and broke a lot of records during that time and was one of the if not the best running backs of all time in a very talented pool of athletes so i'm gonna round it out with one for the old people with Jim Brown. So many okay. that didn't get to get So yeah, to just for the record, for those of you listening, oh. if this makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, some of the players that were not able to be picked in this draft were Jackie Robinson, Joe Montana, Magic Johnson, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Jack Nicholas, Larry Bird, Jerry Rice, Rafael Nadal, Peyton Manning, Barry Bonds, Hank Aaron, Jeter. Mike Tyson, and Derek Jeter. Everybody. What about? That makes you throw. Did you say Ken Griffey Jr.? Oh, Ken Griffey Jr. What too? about? Oh, I don't know. Bo Jackson. What Bo about? Jackson I mean, close. there's so many ones down there that so could have been better than late Kareem Monstar. Late second round. Bo Kareem Jackson. <laughs> Come on. We're gonna add this poll on Twitter and Facebook. But even if you're just playing at home or in the car, we're gonna recap everyone's picks real quick so you know who they are. All right. So Chris, with his four goats of all time, starting and ending the draft. We have LeBron James, Ronaldo, Pete Rose, and Jim Brown. With the second pick and second to last pick of the draft, we have Sean Chalk, whose picks come in at Tom Brady, Michael Jordan, Muhammad Ali, and Pete Sampras. It's uh, Roger Federer, not Pete Sampras. Oh, that would have been a little <laughs> I typo. I not taken that one. <laughs> a little typo. It's uh, Roger Federer. How, how did that happen? Um, yeah. Uh, Say because obviously you know, I don't want to win. I'm paying attention. Here. is a pretty solid, it's a solid team. It's a solid run. But listen to this. <laughs> skip and it. Skip it. Let's go to the next one. <laughs> with the third pick, 
Nobody cares. Moving on. <laughs> Logan chose Michael Phelps. So good. Babe Ruth. Really good. Joey Chestnut. Uh, and the Green Monster. And it just he came out strong in the first half, oh, ladies and gentlemen. He fell flat. This is the height of his powers, not when he you came to the He ran out of Michael's secret stuff. That's what, would you ever wonder in sports when they say what happens when the wheels fall off? That's, <laughs> that's it right there. That's it. Yeah, to clarify, absolutely. that was the Green Monster pre-worm stage. Yes, pre-worm yes. stage. Pre-worm stage. Very notable. Ugh. All right, and then Pat uh, with his picks coming in number four. Third person, I like Tiger it. Woods, who, to clarify an earlier point, Cracked the top 100 this year after a long hiatus and is currently at number 69. In hey, the if you have to okay. vote, if you have to vote, justifying just your pick. <laughs> I just want to put that in there. 69. I think he would be very thrilled. It's not looking good when you have to justify yeah, your picks. Already, every turn. with the first one, too. Tiger Woods, number one. Serena Williams, number two. Wayne Gretzky, number three. Pele, number four. If that's not a monster setup, pretty good one. Pretty good one. Monster. I don't know what it is. And finally, Mike choosing. In the first round, Lionel Messi, followed by Floyd Mayweather, followed by Wilt Chamberlain, and finally, Usain Bolt. There you have it, folks. The top four goats as chosen in snake draft format. That's pretty good list. Chalk, Chalk, and the Peanut Gallery. That's right. And again, we'll have that on Facebook and Twitter for you guys to vote. So please vote so we can brag about who is the biggest idiot. I'll just start right now. On yeah. all. <laughs> the goat of goats. Yeah. Who had the best team? And we'll go over it next week when we have our next podcast. All right, ladies and gentlemen, we are through another one. Thanks to our host, Sean and Chris. Thank you, guys. We'll see you next week. Yeah. Chuck It Up is out on iTunes, Facebook, SoundCloud, Twitter. Zing of MySpace if you somehow are still stuck in 2004. <laughs> like, comment, subscribe. Let us know what you think. Let us know if you have any ideas for next week's podcast. See ya.